Welcome to our Spotlight podcast series. Listen along as we catch up with members of our community. Morning. Um, it's lovely to meet you both. Would you mind uh, introducing yourselves? Yeah, so hi, my name is Cameron. I'm a uni student, like Lily, yeah. coming in today to speak on the podcast. Quite excited to be here. Lovely to have you. Um, and I'm Lily, I'm also a master's student uh, doing events management at uni. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. Lovely. It's really, really lovely to have you. And um, we just want to hear about what you've been doing um, and your studies and things. So can you tell us a little bit more about your journey to date? Yeah, so I don't know how far to go back, but at um, A-levels, I did maths, graphics and religious studies. Mm -hmm. Kind of a bit of a mixture there. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and then at uni, I originally wanted to go to Falmouth to do art, but in the end, I think it was a last minute change. I ended up going to Exeter to do philosophy at undergrad. So that was really enjoyable. And then from about second year onwards, I just knew I wanted to go into events. I did some events work for some student societies and then applied to UE because they've got one of the best events management courses that also isn't in London. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then that's where I am now. Um, so mine was a completely different story than like mine. So I'd always had a bit of um, a, like, a thing for events. I've grown up, I've been very lucky to grow up around musicians. So my kind of goal has always been music events, festivals, that sort of thing has always attracted me. And then A-levels decided to do something completely different and was doing philosophy and politics and got kicked off both of those courses for not doing well enough. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to prove you all wrong. Yeah. Went to uni undergrad um, to Reading University and did both of those subjects. So I did philosophy with politics yeah. and got through that. And I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? Going back to events. This is what you love. This is what you want to do. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, picked up a job in events and it literally just kick-started everything for me again. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is what I know I want to do. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, here I am today. Fan. So it sounds like both of you have got this idea about events in the background that's been sort of bubbling along all the way through almost, which is really lovely. Definitely. Um, so thinking about um, not just academic, but also personal, what would you say has been your biggest achievement so far? Well, I think I'd have to split it between academic and then not academic. Like, academically, obviously, it's great to get an undergrad degree, yeah. especially I think at one point I was like, God, X is really hard. It's a lot of reading. Mm. Um, but so that, I think, in itself is an achievement. But kind of other things that I view as an achievement would be at undergrad, I went and worked at um, conferences abroad. I did this really nice week-long one in Helsinki. And I think that was an achievement for me personally because it was going out independently, working that way. Mm. Um, so that's kind of a, a fun achievement. But I think like just in life, I've been really pushing myself to do my own artwork at the moment. So just kind of realising that there's more beyond just studies, that you can build yourself out in different ways. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I've got my work in a gallery at the moment, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, um, so yeah, it's just kind of a mixture of different bits. Have you found that's just out of interest? Have you found that's helped sort of with all the covid thing and, and lockdowns and all that? Have you found um, sort of almost therapy through your art? Definitely, yeah. So our course actually got postponed because of COVID. Yeah. So there was a really weird point for both of us where we were like, 
Oh my God, what am I going to do? It's <laughs> even going to happen. Yeah, and, and, and especially we both moved to Bristol yeah. and then it had been postponed. So moving to a new city where you've not got your undergrad degree, you've not got your friends, you've not got a job, mm. trying to find something else to do. Because we're Lily and I are the same. Because obviously in events you always have so many things to do. Suddenly when you have nothing to do, it's like what? So that's really like, oh, okay, this is a weird feeling. Not having stress constantly on me. Yeah, it almost creates more stress. Yeah. But then you wake up and you're like, what's my purpose for today? What am I supposed yeah. to do? And what do I need to do? Oh, nothing. Just yeah. So yeah, it was very stressful. So finding the art was like a nice way to kind of like find a new goal yeah. in the meantime and yeah, yeah it's been good yeah and Lily what about you what's your biggest achievement so I think likewise with Cameron she very nicely split it to like academic and sort of like personal things so academic wise definitely for sure would be getting my undergrad degree I mean I think my parents and I would both agree that was me scraping through that degree because it made me realise as well, you need to just do things in life that make you happy and that you enjoy. You wake up every day and you want to actually just do it. And so definitely philosophy and politics wasn't my finest decision, but I'm glad that I did it nonetheless. Um, and I do pat myself on the back for it. Um, and then sort of personally in my job role, I... Um, I was part of the production and design team of the London Football Awards, which is a nationally recognised award ceremony. And that for me has got to be up there with one of my biggest achievements. Like it was televised and there was like a lot of big names there and stuff. So it was just a great experience and great to be a part of something so kind of recognised. Which is great and prestigious. Yeah, yeah. amazing. Yeah. Well done, both of you. <laughs> um, so you've talked a little bit about some of the things that you've challenges you face maybe but but um have you got any anything you'd like to highlight that you found quite challenging during studies yeah well, I think undergrad was more just adapting to workload mm-hmm. and I also had to work I've always had to work alongside my studies okay. which undergrad was very hard because you're all trying to be all funny and you <laughs> want to go out all the time and it's quite hard to do that but that was kind of like expected but I think for our master's the kind of challenge was that no one was on campus. Yeah. We were, because we both lived yeah. in Bristol, we'd come to campus. Like today, coming to campus, I've never seen so many students, like, all around the block. And yeah. I think the biggest challenge was just trying to commit yourself to a course when there wasn't many people on the course, not many people on campus. And no there was structure, really, was there at the beginning? It was a bit, because no one knew how to really navigate that yeah. so we're all kind of working it out together and it's I think it was a shame because I think especially in events mm-hmm. you want to see people and to the back end of the course it kind of got more togethery but yeah. I think yeah that's what I'd say yeah what about you? I think for me and this for me was kind of like running throughout the whole pandemic really was mm-hmm. just being able to get up in the morning and motivate myself to do something because it was very easy for me to kind of slip into this very lazy mindset of like the world's not doing anything so what what do I need to contribute to this every day but then kind of getting to the end of the day and going oh, what have I done with my day and it kind of just slowly makes your brain just deteriorate mm-hmm. so getting up every morning and just doing little things like I said before of even if it's the tiniest thing of making yourself happy every day or something that you enjoy alongside your studies mm-hmm. is so, so crucial. Like I got back into drawing as well at one point and not down and 
it was just so nice and therapeutic to, do, to be able to do that and then kind of go, okay, now I can sit down and do some work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely motivating myself each day. <laughs> I think we are probably everybody's found that to an extent, yeah. haven't they? But yeah. I guess if things are paused with your academic studies and stuff, then you're right, finding something that will keep you, yeah, keep you going. Yeah. And also the, the fact that we would just roll out of bed onto our laptops yeah. to do work. Oh, gosh. Like, yeah. you, all you need to do is quickly log on for like an hour or two and yeah. you can just do it from anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Make a cup of tea while you're watching your lecture. It's yeah. definitely hard, isn't it, not being yeah. in the house. I like love going like to and from places. Like the travel time I find really crucial mm. of just being able to kind of like wind down or like kind of psych yourself up almost. Yeah. And not having that, it was a bit like, oh, okay, I'm going five feet away to my desk, yeah, and then back into bed. It's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, you you overcome you know massive challenges. All, all students, I guess, during any time mm-hmm. face a challenge in terms of balancing studies and work and things that you've talked about. But yeah, the pandemic and I think again events is such a buzzy thing, isn't it? Yeah, so of not having that must have been yeah really tricky. Um, so thinking back a bit more reflectively, maybe if you were to um, get a chance to tell yourself something, if you were at the start of your degree degree again what would you say what, what message would you give yourself I think I have different messages for my undergrad and for my masters okay. my undergrad I feel like I was very enthusiastic and I joined a lot of I kind of joined some societies and I really got myself involved but I feel like maybe I, put, I would have wished I pushed myself to some societies that were a bit more like rogue okay like I do I when I remember before I went to uni I was like looking at all these societies and I was like oh, maybe I could do bench ball or maybe I could do this, like, sport. And yeah. I feel like I wish I'd pushed myself a bit because I think when you're going in, you're like, oh, I've never played this sport before. And X is a very big sport university. And I feel like you think that you can't join unless you've done it before. Mm-hmm. But in hindsight, by the time you get to, like, second and third year, I had friends who were a part of netball but did it very casually, but they'd have all the best socials. Yeah. So you can, you can join things and have the confidence to. So I think maybe just tr- trying different societies. Mm-hmm. And then for our masters, I would say maybe just like trying more to come to campus and mm-hmm. get together with people. It's obviously it was hard because a lot of our friends on the course don't live in Bristol okay. at the time. But um, yeah, I, gave, I guess maybe also join societies. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, it was a bit of a weird, it doesn't really feel like, I feel like I half did the masters because there was no physical contact. Yeah. Lily, what about you? What messages would you give us? Oh, I think for me, one of the like kind of running things I could say throughout my undergrad and my master's degree has been just to not be so hard on myself and like self-critical, like thinking that I'm going to fail immediately as soon as I get given an assignment. Um, but actually that I, I do know a little bit. <laughs> I'm not just completely going in blank, that I actually do, like, I do try and I can do the work. So just being more kind of, yeah, confident in myself and my own ability um, and not being so self-critical and going, okay, I did get the top mark, that means I failed. But actually just going, you know what, you did your best, you did, you got a great mark. It may not have been 100%, but it was whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, just being kind of glad at the outcome of what I did get. Yeah. I think we all do that, don't we? We probably will compare ourselves to others. Exactly. But you're right. I think as long as you as an individual have done your best, mm. then you know, you're absolutely right to sort of celebrate it as an achievement. Yeah. Um, 
And then looking ahead, I suppose, what do you think you might be doing in the future? What are like some of your goals or some of the things you want to... Yeah, so I actually work full time now. Yeah. We've still got to finish and write our dissertation. Um, but yeah, so I around the time just before our master started, in that weird period, you know, I said, "Well, I didn't really know what I was doing." Yeah. I kind of accidentally fell into something. I was like networking, and I started kind of working for it was like a virtual event kind of company, but they do PR and slowly over my masters I've kind of upped my days of how much I work with them so I do work full-time with them now and that's great because now because I've done a whole year of kind of building my experience with them I work across finding events for our clients to speak at finding podcasts to speak on which is very weird that I'm the one doing (laughs) now so I'm usually getting our clients on podcasts and awards and all those things so I think my goal for the future is to stay in this role for some time, really build up my skill set. I love the company I work for. It's such a small company and we're all so close and that I feel like I've gained so many skills, but I have responsibility. So kind of my goal is to grow in this role, get my industry contacts. Um, My boss, Julia, who is probably going to listen to this, um, she's great. She has loads of contacts. So it's really building up that, like career-wise, but then also kind of going towards what Lily said, making sure that you have like, time for yourself mm. and find what you love so I think pursuing the art side mm. like I have my like art business now and like I've got a website launching today and all this stuff so they're my goals but also trying not to overload myself yeah <laughs> in events you just your mindset is always like more more take more on, take on. so the goal is to calm okay. focus yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. make sure you share your, your links and stuff there because we'll put them out oh yeah self-promo absolutely what about you Lily um for me I mean music has always been one of my kind of biggest passions through like from as far back as I can remember really yeah. um so doing that not just for myself but just also being able to kind of see the industry growing up and kind of be on the, the like behind the scenes side of things as well as being in the audience. Mm-hmm. One of my big kind of, I guess, passions or beliefs is that the music industry as it stands is just, it's quite corrupt and money is going into the hands of the wrong people mm-hmm. and not in the hands of the artists, mm-hmm. the, the creative people that are actually producing the stuff that we're listening to. Um, so one of my big things is kind of going into the industry just to help put on events, but also making sure that the money is sitting in the right hands and it's going back to the people that, as you say, are are providing this stuff for us because I think it's so crucial that they are rewarded for what they're doing as well, mm-hmm. which I don't feel as though it's being reflected at the moment. Mm-hmm. So pushing that somehow in the music industry um, a lot more definitely is what I want to end up doing for real yeah that's it and I think something you um, mentioned Lily about um, not Lily sorry Cameron it was about networks and sort of you said you sort of fell into your job almost a little bit by networking as well yeah. right? so I suppose both of you would be looking to maybe build up sort of professional and industry yeah, networks definitely. I think yeah the events industry is it's a big combination of what you know and who you know mm. in events so we've done the what you know now, yeah. of course. Now we need to build up the who you know. Yeah. And even, do you know what? I would even argue and say that, to be honest, this, like, it's who you know more so now than, than what you know, which is a shame in some cases. But, yeah, definitely more so, I think, yeah. who you know. 
Oh, it's been so lovely to talk to you both. Thank you for making the time and, and, and coming in to speak to us. Like I said, anything that you want us to share with the people that are listening, um, websites or uh, links, social um, things, we'd be delighted to do that. And um, we also wish you every success in your uh, respective careers. And maybe we'll have you back again in like, I don't know, five years or whatever to, to hear about what you're doing at that point. Oh, it's amazing. Thank, Thank you so much, much for having us. Thank you. It's been great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Spotlight podcast series brought to you by Bristol Business School and Bristol Law School at UE Bristol.